I just think to myself, like, yes, it's good. I enjoyed the taste of meat back in the day. There now is so many alternatives to re replicate that flavor. And that's what I do on my YouTube channel. Often I'm replicating things that I used to enjoy and people I think would miss when they go vegan. But also like when you eat a steak or whatever, you enjoy it for what, 30 seconds when it's in your mouth, then it's gone. Like, yeah, did like that animal need maybe to die for, yeah, for yeah. that just 30 seconds when you could get the exact same nutrients from plants that something didn't need to die? I never go into this sort of preachy kind of thing, but for me, it just makes sense. What podcast do you listen to, by the way? I love like um, Joe Rogan. Yeah. Um, I listened to Brian Rose for a bit. I don't know if you've heard of him. Oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like the London Reel. <laughs> and he watches David Icke once. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Were you into that sort of... Uh, uh, I just found it really... Uh, just. Have you watched it word? back? What's that? Have you watched it back, like, recently? No, no, no. Yeah, it's pretty uh, crazy. Is it... Did he... Did some of the stuff say... That yeah, say yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just find it really uh, just intriguing, really, just other people's perspectives on things. It's just a bit of entertainment, but... Yeah, um. I, I was obsessed with watching them. To be honest with you, like I found myself in like a bit of a dark hole a couple of years ago, like just feeling shit about life. Oh, and everything. sorry, I thought you meant you went on a dark hole on YouTube. No, no, no. Then. Well, sorry, yeah, and that, yeah. Sorry, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughing at> me. <laughs> sorry, mate. I do swear no, as well. I, that's I hope fine. that's yeah, not yeah, a problem. Yeah. Like, no, 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 no. It's all good. Yeah, so I just, I just found like listening to people's perspectives yeah. and stuff and seeing. Like you girls crazy stories on the Joe Rogan video. I don't know if you've oh, seen yeah, yeah, like yeah. that Yonmi Park or something like that. I haven't seen that one. That's yeah. crazy. She's just come like over from uh North Korea. She oh, was like I heard stuck him talking over about her, Nate, like, her, yeah. You hear a story like that and then you just think mm. all my problems are like yeah. minuscule, do you know what I mean? What what am I worrying about basically? Yeah, and definitely like so many people before us in life have gone through so many of the same things and there's an answer to all of stuff that we're going through because so many people have been through that prior to us so we can learn so much from the past yeah and it's sure. all like relative as well so like even if your problem is small compared to someone else's like your problem you still see it as like this massive thing no matter what yeah. don't you if, if you're kind of that way inclined oh yeah definitely i mean we're the sense of our of our own universe aren't we so everything that affects us we're gonna yeah think is the biggest thing in the world that's uh, that's what I find with the podcast. It kind of took me outside of that, and I could see other people's problems. And then I just every time something starts going wrong, like with me or something, I'm just like, "That's nothing. Just try and move forward." You yeah, know what I mean? guess like, that's one way of dealing with it. I, I, um, I think yeah, just being grateful for the, the little things in life is something that I've really started to to do more. Even if it's just like making a nice cup of tea, sipping yeah. it slowly, and thinking, "Oh, that was beautiful." Like that's what I've started doing more recently. Mate, <laughs> it sounds I, so strange. I don't think it sounds strange <laughs> at all because, right? I I listen to your podcast. You happy to just leave all yeah, the series yeah, yeah, rolling? Just like, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so I listen to your podcast with them boys, right? And I could see like you've got this like side to you, uh, like a spiritualist sort of side to so, you yeah. and everything. Like like that thing, like the grateful thing. Like I kind of do a bit of that where I'm like I get like tasks which i used to think like annoy me sometimes like mm. say i don't know cleaning the kitchen or like the baby's up at night crying it, like instead of being like i have to do this mm. like because you like you just say i've got to do this i get yeah. to do this sorry yeah. not i gotta do this yeah. i get to do this and you like change how it goes in your mind because we're lucky like we're blessed to have the things we've got yeah definitely and uh, sometimes it's, you look at it from another angle and it just changes everything yeah. doesn't it i mean even now like the stuff that i do day to day work wise you know Maybe four years ago, I would have dreamed of having those things. And now it becomes more of a chore and a bit more monotonous. But 
then I think to myself, well, this is literally, I'm living my dream here. This is, I'm cooking for a living still. And, you know, it's it's great. So Yeah, mate. Well, I literally, just like you now in the position you're in, I was, that was one of my questions. I was wondering, like, how do you keep motivated and keep mm. going? Because it's got to be hard to keep, how do you get yourself in that like, creative space? I think actually just being creative is what keeps me going because I that's my outlet. And that's the thing I enjoy most. So whether that's like planning a YouTube video um, to film in, to, you know, serving whatever I'm cooking for my crew, to seeing the reaction once the once the video is posted on YouTube. It's uh, that whole creative process is what I enjoy the most. It's actually nowadays it's hard just finding the time to get that creative yeah. process done because I've got so many different things coming from different uh, angles and uh you know, there's so many other things that I, I do now. It's difficult finding the time, but still that creative process is the best thing for me. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I was wondering like how much time do you put into your YouTube a week? Cause I know obviously you've got these other things. I'm sure. You're getting requests left, right and center yeah. to do things like this as well. Yeah. Um, I guess I have, don't have the best structure. I should work on that a little bit more, but I'll come up with an idea, just a title of a video. Nowadays, before I used to be like, right, uh, my YouTube video is going to be like four meals that are going to help you in the evenings or something like that. But now I try and make more of a film. I want to make more of a documentary style video every time I upload. So I upload less now. I upload probably every two weeks and I come up with a title and that title then um, is something, you know, that is, is more creative and I can really get stuck into it and create a film because I've got an amazing production team with me and now we just try and go all out. Yeah, yeah. Well, I can see, mate, your videos, like, they're top quality. Thank you. I don't feel like there's a thing missed, and the way you put it over, I think it's great. Like, anyone who hasn't seen them, like, go over and check it out. Yeah, it's been a work in progress. Yeah, yeah, I bet. (laughs) Well, it's like an art in it to get it down to that, I think. I mean, even when I started filming, I'd never, you know, I'd been on camera once in my life. Well, a couple of times before going on camera, was it five years ago when I started my YouTube, and I... The first day when I started filming, I just froze. I was so nervous. I didn't think I could ever do it, to be honest with you. Even after filming, like, my sixth or seventh video, I just couldn't. I was just so awkward. Yeah. I've actually started filming with my dad recently because he's the person that got me into cooking. And he's vegan now himself. And he actually uh, makes his own recipes. He's very good. But he, I was like, Dad, you should do a little YouTube channel. He said, okay, I'll give it a go. So we filmed with him. And he was so, so shy and just not himself. And I, it just reminded me of myself when I started but you soon quickly get into it and now I you know now that I've got a team that I trust filming it's just uh it's a joy to do it now yeah I, I cooking I'm just cooking for my mates and I'm just filming with them and they're creative and we're just coming up with these cool ideas it's, it's awesome mate it comes across really well as well Thank and you've you. got to be chilled to do that I think yeah. as well didn't you yeah and uh, good creating the space and, and the right people around you's yeah. got to be like massive to yeah. go into that. They're all there. my mates, to be honest with you. They're my, my best mates uh, who I work with. And um, I wouldn't work with anyone else, to be honest. Mate, that's quality. So at the start then, when you said like you get nervous on the camera and everything, where do them nerves come from, do you think? I don't know. Just, just I've never been one of those people that like sort of craved the limelight as such. Um don't know where it came from just uh just so it was just so out of the ordinary you know just being filmed doing something it just seemed so weird i yeah. remember my friends were in a band and whenever they'd have a music video they i'd have to, i'd go along and then they'd put the camera towards me and i'd just freeze it it would feel so weird just very maybe just self-conscious i don't know 
but uh, now it's fine. I'm all good. Yeah, yeah. I, I find like the, the thing stopping me putting this out initially, because mm. I had this idea for years, but just never kind of pulled the trigger on it, was like, you've always kind of got this, I did anyway, fear like whatever people are going to think. Like oh, well, that yeah, first yeah, thing yeah, you do yeah, is like true. the judgment yeah. of like your peers and everything. Yeah, it's your close friends that you think about really that, what are they going to think? Yeah. And you know, if they had anything bad to say about it, then they're not really close friends. I agree, mate. Yeah, I was more, uh, and I just didn't like the sound of my voice. I didn't like my mannerisms, especially when you watch yourself back. Especially when you know you were nervous and you know that wasn't yourself, it just makes you feel less confident about it anyway. But the more I got into it, the more I relaxed, and um, yeah, here I am today. I'm yeah. <laughs> now I want to do a bloody Netflix doc- documentary or uh, whatever. I want to want to try. That'd and be amazing, do mate. Do something much bigger, but we'll see. Yeah, I've seen like. I, I haven't watched it all, to be honest. I've gone back and, like, watched videos of yours and everything. Oh, yeah. I watched your first one to, like, sort of oh, see God, where, where the journey started. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. Well, I, I, I thought, like, for day one, that was good, yeah. to be honest with you. Like, well, to be honest, I've taken day ones down. So oh, you're, probably yeah. seeing, you're probably seeing, like, the sixth or seventh one. Is but, it? Um, I mean, it's not bad, but compared to nowadays, it's... Yeah, it's, and then i seen, like, your journey of going around Wales, you know. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. That, that was amazing. I think you've... Uh, like that sort of niche. You've got such like a nice way about you, I think. Oh, you're just, you. just a chilled guy. And yeah. like just when you turned up here now from when we turned the cameras on, nothing's changed yeah. in my opinion. Like it's just well, coming I, across the same. You've caught me on a day where I'm recovering from <laughs> a busy weekend of surfing and running. So I'm very chilled today. But um, yeah, even that documentary that we did around Wales, that was just something that was so spur of the moment last minute. But it was, it was great. But I see, I don't know about yourself, you probably are the same being creative. Like you always want it want to improve and you always think you can do better so we were actually planning to go and film our first like a first pilot of a sort of uh, a netflix show so we would take basically basically take that pilot to netflix and say look this is what we can do can you um sort of fund us to go and do a full series and we were supposed to do it in, in september and the first place was jamaica wow. see covid restrictions got in the way but i'd planned that for so long and it was off the back of um, that Welsh documentary really knowing how much I could have done more and how much better it could have been um, so yeah always trying to improve and these things will come down the line yeah mate 100% it's never ending as well isn't no, it exactly. it's never ending like what you could possibly do yeah um, just what I enjoy as well so might as well yeah. just keep going yeah, as yeah. I can get on it mate get on yeah. that I think like if you put something like you did there to them like i don't see them turn it down do you know what I mean i oh, think th- yeah i mean that was that was that was okay but this what what we have planned yeah and the way myself and the crew have improved as well it's going to be way better i'm so inspired by people like anthony bourdain i don't know if you've seen his stuff yeah i i, t- I haven't seen his stuff to be honest yeah. with you i've heard of him like I hear joe rogan talk about him oh, all the time yeah, yeah, he? he's yeah. like a massive Ab- fan absolute legend and um yeah his stuff i've watched all my all my life really or since i can remember and um I want to create something like that, but with a, a fresher, younger sort of look to it, which will happen. Yeah. Will definitely happen. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like you now, when you're creating it, you're you're looking for the faults, so how you can improve yeah. in it. Yeah. Whereas like me watching it, I'm just looking like at how good it is oh, and geez. stuff. So it's like a yeah. totally different angle. It's the same with me doing this. I get like some positive comments and stuff and I'm like, I'm just listening to myself talk back, thinking, <laughs> why the hell did I say that? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Whereas everyone else mean. isn't like yeah. even going down that wavelength. Yeah, we're very critical of ourselves, but just just um, what I've learned now is just to 
be appreciative of our own journeys and see how far we've come. Like, because when you mentioned those early videos, and when I think back to it, as I said, I never ever thought I'd get five thousand subscribers, let alone one point three million. It's, it's crazy. Hey, when you think it's about that, like, yeah. I, I had a look earlier. It's like one point three five million, and you can go and see how many views you got. I think it's something like fifty nine million or something. Yeah, I, I, I haven't it? even looked at that, but. It's, I was just thinking, like, imagine, like, putting all them people mm. somewhere and looking at them and thinking, like, all them people are there to see you. Like, that must be, like, a bit of a surreal feeling, is it? Um, definitely. I mean, it doesn't feel real because, you know, it's it's a number on the screen um, until I do the, these events around the world, which have obviously all been put on hold since COVID. It doesn't, it feels more real then. Um, but to be honest with you, I don't really look too much into uh how many people and all that stuff as long as the the, um content that i'm putting out i'm proud of and also it's it's helping people because that's what i do what i do like the there is a purpose behind this content and it's to help people so as long as it's doing that then i'm happy obviously the views um are a major sort of driving force but uh, behind me actually being able to continue making the content because if they got no views I wouldn't be able to do it so uh, we need to then we need to still try and appeal to the masses but um, it's going okay right now yeah it's all good yeah yeah Could it's finding that fine divide of like not selling your soul for it and yeah. it and um, yeah. doing something you love at the same time exactly. I just pushed that a bit closer sorry, 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 sorry mate sorry, sorry. that's alright they're a bit sensitive these ones a lot of mics you can go quite far really? away but these are quite like oh, sorry I should have my headphones on <laughs> no, that's good, mate. I'll let you off. I'll let you off. But it's because I still can't stand my voice. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, and I'm I'm quite the same. Like, but I'm just I don't know if I since I've put these on, I've got any louder or what. But I feel like I'm really loud, really. Mm-hmm. No, definitely. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but mate, so you've uh, you're doing all this uh, YouTube stuff and everything, yeah. like comments and stuff. Do you, like, how do you deal? Do you ever get any negative? Because I, oh, yeah. I you yeah. do, yeah. I think I, YouTube's just that place now. I've got, I've developed this such a thick skin now. I just I don't even look to be yeah. honest with you. It's not nice because like there's some people with really thoughtful comments, and I I do occasionally get chance to go through them. But if I was to look through them, you know, it's, I just don't think it's that good for your mental health, really. Because some people just I don't know maybe having a bad day and they feel like they need to post something negative. It's you can't say anything negative about a person just cooking nice food. Like, what is that? <laughs> no, no, I don't like, get it. Like, I was wondering must... if you'd get much because, yeah. like, it's not the type of thing. I d- it's yeah. not controversial, is it? Well, like, I mean, the whole vegan thing is is kind of touchy to some people. I'm never one to preach and tell you you must do this. I'm just giving you an option and showing you how good it can be and how it's changed my life. Um, if you've got something negative to say about it, it just shows what type of person you are. So I, it used to get to me. But nowadays I'm just I'm, I'm over it. It's sad. Yeah, yeah. I I had a Thick bit skin. like on a couple I've done, and uh, initially like it took me back because it was the first time I've yeah. ever had anything like that, and I was like, all right, okay. And then I tried to put myself in the shoes of the person doing it, and I think for me to have to go out and do that to someone, I'd have to be in a pretty bad place myself. Yeah. So I just looked at it from that angle and thought, actually, like I I feel sorry for this person in a way, like do you know what I mean not like trying to yeah, yeah, yeah. patronize them or whatever, but just. I you, know, you must be feeling pretty low to have to do something like that. Yeah, I used to comment back to the rude ones and be quite cheeky back to them. Because at the end of the day, I'm putting my heart and soul into this content. And this is my art. And this is everything that I've dreamt up and 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 sort of worked hard with my team to put out there. And then someone's going to be cheeky about something minor. 
But uh, no, I just don't care. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I honestly don't care. I appreciate the the good ones, of course. And I guess I appreciate the bad ones too because it all helps generate some more views. Get the algorithm videos. going. <laughs> like, yeah. I, yeah. I like the way though you have a laugh with your crew and everything whilst oh, yeah. doing it and everything. Yeah. And also like you put your mistakes in as well yeah. and like make fun out of yourself yeah. about it because I think, you know, it's not just like perfection that's it all yeah. the way is it because that's just not how life is like yeah. and i think you show that as well in your videos yeah well when i first started filming in the early days with um, the first crew that i worked with they would stop me and get me to sort of correct my <coughs> excuse me when something like that would happen they correct me and tell me to do it again and then by like the third take of me re trying to do it i'd i'd look so sort of unnatural so in the end i was just like boys i'm just going with it like if i if i mess up if i stutter just leaving it in or if i drop something or if someone says something funny or whatever we just leave it in and it's just more um more authentic it's relatable sure. as well yeah. isn't it people yeah. like you people don't want an image of something they can't obtain themselves yeah, today so if you're yeah. putting something out that's like impossible for someone else yeah. to kind of do Definitely. it just doesn't resonate with them does it no of course and yeah i got as i said we got um, this amazing team they're all my mates and they'll all have something funny to say and we just leave it in if it if it that happens naturally yeah that's yeah. great mate i love that as well like i i used to have like someone come in here as well like who just to help me out with things and stuff and every now and again you chip in and like they were the best conversations yeah. do you know what i mean yeah. but it's actually you know it's finding the time at the minute to get someone in here as yeah. well you know i'd like to do like like i like how them boys have got it down the central club they got yeah. a few of them in there and yeah. they're kind of all chipping in and it yeah, kind one of my favorites is the flagrant two podcast i love that yeah. mate yeah, i love yeah, how yeah. like you know that sound guy would say something and yeah they're all involved and it's, it's a so for andrew schultz has got to be the funniest man uh, he's one of my on the planet at the minute he? yeah i reckon top three of my favorite comedians yeah andrew i Schultz. like i like watching comedians but like I, it's weird because i don't really watch them actually do comedy just really? purely like youtube yeah. like so i see their yeah. podcasts like tim dylan okay. um andrew schultz theo vaughn i don't know if like i think theo vaughn is like a name mate he's hilarious like right. he's got a podcast with brendan sharp the ufc fighter oh yes yeah 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 i yeah. know him yeah, yeah. i King. probably have come across it he's just it's like such a dry humor to him mm. he's, he's just hilarious I just, yeah we're living in this sort of pc world now and f i feel like no one feels like they can say anything but then th that type of podcast and you know these comedians they're they're not following the rules and i like that and i feel like more people should be like that yeah, they're the not afraid to say what they're thinking. They're, they're saying what we're thinking as well, aren't maybe, they? Yeah, yeah, a lot of the time, and yeah. maybe like we can't say it. So, because you do like instantly, you're thinking like, if I say so, I don't want to, you know, offend people and stuff. Yeah. But like at the end of the day, I think like a lot of it has got to do with intent, isn't it? Oh yeah, of course. I think intent is massive. Like if you're actually going out to hurt someone, it's different. But if you're going out for a laugh, I feel like that's how they can yeah. get away with it. Yeah, and I think sure. it's. Yeah, they. I mean, at the end of the day, they're comedians, and and comedians make jokes. Yeah, and if you can't, if you get offended by by humor, then it's it's a shame, really. I think the closer to the line it is, the funnier it is, really. Isn't it? I, I, if it's I not, love dark it's humor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really I'm exactly yeah. the same, mate. It's got to be Jimmy somewhere Carr, near the line. Dave Chappelle, um, who else is there? Uh, um, Ricky Gervais, like all yeah. these comedians. Dave Chappelle is my all-time favorite, but and then Andrew Schultz, I'd say. I, I love comedy. I haven't really seen Dave Chappelle. Only like. Um, He's the greatest. Because he kind of does, like, man. I know, I know, yeah. everyone says, like, but I haven't really... Just watch his Netflix stuff. It's yeah. Sticks and Stones, I think, is my favourite one. I think it's called Sticks and Stones. Unbelievable. You're just in hysterics. He's, Cause just it, the he's had a crazy journey, isn't he? Because yeah. he turned down, what was it, some some crazy deal, yeah. wasn't it? 
Can't yeah, I don't know the ins and outs of that story, but um, yeah, I think he like disappeared for a long time and then came back and yeah, he's just turning up at random parks when he was like it. a speaker and that's things. It. Yeah, just an absolute genius. He is. That just shows like he was doing it for the love of it, wasn't it? Not yeah. the money. If he can just turn down, I, I can't remember if it's something like five hundred million. It was something. It's like something crazy. Just didn't want to sell his soul to you know the yeah to these uh, Hollywood guys. I think yeah, <laughs> maybe yeah. I don't know. I seen on. Um, the Central Club. You were talking. Are you talking about moving over to America? Is that something you were um, thinking about? I mean, I, I was. I mean, the world's changed and it's flipped upside down a little bit now. Whether I'll be able to travel again, who who knows if any of us will be able to. So I'm just taking every day as it comes. I've moved now back to Wales from London, um, to the countryside. I'm absolutely loving life. It's probably the best decision I've ever done. Growing my own food is one of the most rewarding, fun therapeutic things I've ever done and I'm enjoying learning that process almost feel scared to leave my produce yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean? I bet. it's like my babies um so we'll see but um before lockdown the first lockdown um I was in conversations to open a restaurant over there obviously pandemic hit so that's been put on hold but excuse me but Sorry. um one day one day for sh- maybe maybe I have my biggest my audience is bigger in America it makes sense to be there um and I've fallen in love with places like Miami just the just maybe because of the sun and the beach and everything like that I feel healthier there I do like LA a lot and I just love the fact that in America you can um you, you all within one country you have so many different climates um cultures more variety of life over yeah, there yeah sure. you know it's yeah. just it's just either a train ride a, qu- a short plane ride and you're in almost it feels like a different country but you're still in america you know so or in the states so it's it's cool um i mean probably people from the u.s would think that we've got it similar in europe because they think we, we just always jump on planes to go to france and stuff but I've, i mean just like having to cross borders and things is makes it a little bit more difficult than just being able to jump on a plane and next minute you're in Texas, you know? Yeah, it's, it's also changed, like, since, obviously, Brexit and things like yeah. that. It's kind of ma- probably going to make it a bit more now. difficult. I don't For really sure. know. I haven't really travelled, to be honest, this year. Really? No, I haven't um, well, since... I haven't really pulled my finger out to even want to try at no. the minute. I'm just kind of waiting. Just, yeah, it's taking all this sort of fun and sort of the, you know, you go on holiday to relax or you go away and you just want to have a stress-free, but all these tests, all this quarantine and all that stuff, it just seems to be more of a headache than anything i'd rather just stay and and luckily well i think since leaving london and moving to where i am now i feel like i'm on a constant retreat you know i'm, I'm, yeah. in, I'm just in in paradise I sometimes think. less is more though mate yeah. isn't it like sometimes Going back you, to basics yeah definitely because mm-hmm. that's what like i feel like it kind of resonates with our soul more you know like because that's what our life has been up until the last like hundred yeah. years there was no consumerism and capitalism and yeah, and these, you know, it's totally different. Like, so to think that our makeup and what we connect with has changed mm. in that time is crazy. Like, these things are addictive, so they they grab us yeah. and they're and they're like flashy and stuff. But yeah. when we take it back, like I I feel like going for a walk up the mountain some days is the last thing I want to do. Mm. But once I'm there, mm. I love nothing more. Yeah, and uh, it's it's a weird a weird thing. Like, uh, you know, you can spend a I don't know a hundred pound going out for a nice meal, but it's not the same as doing something like that, like satisfaction-wise. Yeah, I mean, for me, it was more just being in London felt so uh, claustrophobic, you know. Um, 
no escape from the noise, the busyness, the traffic, the people. You know, it was it was inte- it's very intense constantly, and what the way that the world has changed in the last sort of year or two, everything's been you know every everyone's emotions are heightened there's always something to be sort of anxious about and being in that London environment just made things feel like 10 times worse I remember like the start of the pandemic I was in my house stuck on my own for 50 days like on my own and you know I'm very fortunate that you know I could still work from home but it was still very intense and you know not having a out a garden to go out in or so test that it was it was difficult really t- I, I probably i think i did go a little bit nuts to be honest really looking back at some of my instagram stories but um yeah then moving to the countryside in wales um it's not only cheaper of it's, it's, it, the cost of living is less living in yeah. wales so you know it's it's achievable for people that live in london for sure um or in the city anywhere and um just so much more peaceful and, and great like i wake up in the morning walk outside sometimes don't even put clothes on i'm just looking around yeah <laughs> looking at my plant it's beautiful <laughs> it's amazing that's why, I tell it, that's why i don't tell anyone where i live i live so yeah, yeah you end up on the front on of the sun or something <laughs> like <isn't> it? <laughs> yeah it's great but i noticed like in my day job the amount of people kind of because i go around doing quotes for like yeah. new builds uh developments and stuff you see pe- a lot of people from london moving down this way now mm. and the house prices are ramping up yeah. around here recently because like you can get a flat or whatever in London, I don't know, for a stupid, crazy amount of money and you can come down here and you can, like get, yeah. you know, a four bed, five bed, exactly. like really decent place yeah. with a bit of land, can't you? It's yeah, with everyone working from home these days, it makes going to the office come redundant almost. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't blame them. I would do, I would, I've done the same and yeah. and uh, I recommend it to everyone. Just don't come live by me because I want no neighbours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? That's the thing, it's that yeah. happy medium in it for everyone. Exactly. Hope they don't just start building like a, huge development opposite my house <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd be so sad yeah you gotta watch it like I, i've lived here all my life so i haven't really experienced anything outside yeah. of like crick owl then yeah and uh but it's beautiful I, it's, on the drive in i i thought I, I should take a little walk up the high street it looks absolutely beautiful. some awesome spots literally two miles down the road from you i think it's twenty thousand or thirty thousand person festival on the weekend oh what's it called again? Uh, green, the green man green man yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, this weekend that was this weekend just oh, gone yeah really? So oh. there's probably quite a bit of traffic going out, I would imagine, right. when you were coming in. But yeah, no, it seems okay. If that's what you call traffic, then yeah, uh, well, yeah, it's probably a bit <laughs> yeah. different around here. Isn't it? It's usually a couple of tractors or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally different now. Like, but I see, like, you're into uh, just just to completely change things. Yeah, like, you're, no, no, you're into your fitness and things. Yeah, you're, you're boxing. Yeah, um, you're running. You said you yeah. could. You're doing a marathon. Doing London Marathon in October. Um, I've just always been into sport all my life. You know, I, I dreamt of being a professional athlete, whether that was rugby or football. And I don't know about, I don't know if you played sport much growing up, um, but you, you don't lose that sort of desire to compete or to um, to train. I'm glad it was sort of almost drilled into me as a, as a young kid because that, that sort of competitiveness and just the will to be fit and to be active is still inside me. So I like that a lot. But... Um, I'm so sad to this day that I'm not a professional athlete. Yeah, really, like, yeah, something that's grinding yeah, at you, is it? Yeah, because I've got like this, um, I've got a very strong willpower men- and, and mentality, so when it gets tough on a long run, I can dig in and keep going, I won't quit. Um, very ultra competitive, which is can be a curse, but, you know, if it's used in sport, then it's, it's great, so that's why I decided to do the marathon. 
I don't know what challenge I'd like to do after. Yeah. But also just, you know, having this platform and, and promoting um, a healthy lifestyle and exercise, not only for your, you know, f- uh, what's it called, your body's benefit, but your mind is, is so important because it's helped me so many times through these dark places. I know when I've not trained and um, not done, it, done any exercise, my mind is just feels like a, just an absolute mess, you know, just clogged up. And I always say it's like a, a messy filing cabinet when I haven't trained. And then when I have trained, everything's organized and neat in there changes everything it's like a clean desk you know when you're working in a messy environment you can't get things done so i just try and um you know even if i get one message saying oh this uh post about running has made me go for a run i feel great that that means i'm doing something good so yeah it just changes everything though you know like you can be having the worst day ever and you go out and you do four or five miles ten miles whatever you do the second you're over, like your days completely change. Yeah, definitely. Like, I feel like anything that comes at you, then you've got like a force field around you, yeah. and you're just like, I can deal with that easy, yeah. easy, definitely. that's yeah. easy. Whereas before you like stress, stress, stress. It's just like, yeah, batting it away. Yeah, doing it in the morning is is the best time for me as well. Just starting the day properly. Um, but anytime, just getting out is, yeah. is important. I, I, that's one thing that I put on my list of things when I was looking for a house. Um, was somewhere, you know, a spare room, a garage, or something that I could turn into a little home gym. And we managed. It's looking good, da- mate. Yeah, me and my dad managed to just turn the garage, like you've done here, almost into, but into a, a gym. And um, that's been the best thing I've ever done. Yeah, <laughs> so grateful for it. And this, um, it didn't even cost much because you know I got second hand or used equipment. And me and my dad did it all. My dad's a legend, um, and uh, it's been great. Yeah, it looks good, mate. Thank it looks you. good. I see you as well, like on um, some of your posts. You got the sugar loaf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. that's yeah. well, literally not far from. I've only done it twice now. It's, it's awesome, yeah. mate. Is it? So some really cool ways to get up there as well, is which is uh, the first time I went with Matt Pritchard, who does, who does it all the time. So he took me up one way, and then I went, then took my mates, and when we just, I just went up a random way, which is harder. But um, you know, I went with Matt at like four thirty in the morning. God, I'd never been up at that time in my life, I don't <laughs> think. But it was, yeah, pitch black. But it was amazing. We got up there because you could see the sunrise. And I was like, wow, like this is what life's all about. I'm so lucky to live right by here. Yeah. So we did that. And then when I went up with my mates, it was just mis- it was so cloudy up there. You couldn't see anything. But still, it was had this different kind of energy. And it was beautiful. Yeah. But um, it's amazing up there. Yeah, I don't think I'll be doing it at that early again. It's, <laughs> it's a bit much. Me, me and one of my mates <laughs> used to go every Sunday, like for, oh, yeah. for about 12 weeks, we did it. And, uh, oh, mate, just, like, set your day off. We go, like, six yeah. in the morning every Sunday religiously. Yeah. And uh, and you can probably run up it, too. Right? Yeah, yeah. The, the way the way we go is, like, kind of... Do you know where Langeni is? No. No, no. no so sorry. that's, like, in the middle. It's kind of in between here and Abergavenny. Right. And it works out. I think it's um, it's about eight-mile run in the yeah. end, anyway, basically. Wow. But the that first bit. bit's really, really challenging. Like, yeah. But then after that, it kind of gets a bit easier and then challenging again. Yeah. There's a bit of walking involved for me, <laughs> but you might be able to run it. <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but um, yeah, I mean, running actually for this marathon, I, you know, I've never done a marathon before. Most I've run is th- like 13 odd miles or 14 miles the other day, but I um, tra- running round by me now in the countryside, it's all just hills. So it's, it's I think it's hope, hopefully it's going to put me in good stead for the marathon, which is in London, which is mainly flat, but still um, I, I was... You know, I got this mindset where I can think I can do pretty much anything. 
uh, when I first signed up to it, I was like, yeah, I could do it in my sleep. You know, I could do this fine. I did 13 miles without training. It's fine. But uh, now that the training's getting tough and I'm only six weeks out, I'm like, oh, God, this is yeah. going to be hard. This is going to be so hard. I did 13 miles yesterday after a big day of surfing on Saturday. And um, I felt it. My legs, oh, the legs are just gone. But what's like, because um, it makes a massive difference, I find. Like I do a bit of running. I did like... Um a 50 miler this year wow. with one of my mates yeah and uh 50 miles 50 no stop 50 yeah but like don't be wrong like i'm a big guy as you can see yeah. um it's all about pace i think like so yeah. you're probably looking to set a good pace i'd imagine well, that's you? the thing i said to myself i'll do it in three hours yeah see that's like <laughs> because <laughs> no wonder you're eating it it's well that's it because i because i did the half marathon in an hour and a half without training i thought right if i bam i'll just go for it but now I understand that the more I'm learning, it's all about pacing yourself. And, you know, if you're going to try and do that, you need to, be, like, if you're going to try and do it in three hours, your half marathon needs to be in an hour, you know, like you need to be, so you really need to pace yourself. So now my training, I'm going to, I'm changing up. I'm just going to try and pace myself way more because yesterday I didn't do that. And, you know, by the 13th mile, my legs were gone. Yeah. And I was thinking, what am I going to do on, on marathon day? So, Give me I, some tips, please. <laughs> well, I don't, I'm, I kind of like always, I'm literally like a plodder. So I did a marathon like a month out from doing the 50. Right. But like, it took me like four and a half hours. So that's like slow going really, if you're aiming for free, but just constantly going at that pace. Do you know what I mean? If, yeah. if I feel like towards the end, then I've got some, I'll try and right, yeah. give some the last four that's or five smart. miles. You know what I mean? But that, that, that is smart. Cause I don't use my head like that. Unfortunately, I'm just. Bam. My dad's yeah. on the bike often. He, my dad likes to cycle, so he'll have water in his bag for me. And sometimes I think to myself, oh, i got to keep up with my dad on the bike. And <laughs> the stupidest <laughs> thing to think ever. Um, I remember the, the first time I did it with my dad on his bike and his, his mate was with him too. And I thought, oh, i got to show my dad's mate that I'm good at running. So I was trying to keep up. And then by the 10th mile, my legs had gone. I just put, I stopped at one of the Blackwear pub in Cardiff and <laughs> begged them for a drink because I didn't have any money <laughs> on me. But um, yeah, I, 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 I think I'll do well. I think I think realistically, three and a half hours is that's a good time, though. Isn't it? Yeah, for a first one, I think that would be that would be um, that would be great for me, and just completing it in general. Yeah, yeah. may I enjoy to see the result. Yeah. Uh, do, do you uh, follow Reese Jenkins? Have you ever heard of him? No. He like Matthew Pritchard would know him. I right, think he ran with him a little bit. He ran um, John Groats to Land's End. Oh, is he? Ginger, thousand miles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, coming yeah. today as well. Oh no way! Later on, oh, he lives man. in Crick, mate. Damn, you should have. Maybe got I shouldn't him be saying that. First, and then I could have. You could have told me what he was saying and tips and stuff like that. Well, he's been in before. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Oh. I know him. Well, I say I know him quite well. He's been here before. When he came here, he was like. Living in Panath, I think, in Cardiff. He was like, oh, it's last round here. And then literally, like, a few months down. later, he moved down. Yeah. No, that's what I feel like most people that come visit me feel the same sort of way. It's just so so pleasant around here, isn't it? It's chilled, isn't it? So, um, the thing that I've started learning more about the running is um, is fueling, f fueling yourself right prior to it. So loads of um, you know, carb loading. And then whilst, whilst you're running is something new that I've had to learn is, you know, eating eating whilst you're running so yesterday i didn't have any of the gels or anything but i had like loads of dried fruit in my pocket <laughs> which yeah. is annoying but i don't think that's the right thing to have so i've got ordered some of these gels and um gonna make sure that i'm eating lots of carbs the night before feel that then my legs will be okay because it's like 
you know, by the 13th mile, I wasn't even out of breath, you know, like I wasn't even gasping for air. It was just my legs were just, yeah, it's grim, just, just it's fatigued. Fuel often, fuel early, I think is the saying, isn't it? Right. So before you need it, I, re- I was reading like before you're supposed to take like a sip of water every sort of five minutes as well. Okay. Rather than like, down in it. You know, if I go out for like six to ten miles, I won't take water sometimes. Yeah, no, I'll same. just run it. Yeah, same. But really, if you want to perform, like you should be taking it mile one, mile right. two. You know right. what I mean? Just like a sip yeah. of water. Yes. Whereas we just don't do. You kind of go yeah. out and then at the end you're knackered. But really, yeah. you wouldn't be anywhere near mm. that state of fatigue if you'd probably just took that concept and applied it to yeah. every single run you went on. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yes, I had to stop for a wee on the way. So like I was probably drinking too much. But <laughs> um, yeah, I've been putting lime lime water and salt lime water and salt is good uh salt yeah definitely massive like uh yeah i need mean, so it's a proper science behind it it's not it's very unnatural for us to be running 26 miles i think humans in general so i have to i i took it too lightly earlier on when i said yes i was like oh, i could do it in my sleep easy i did 30 i miles. think you could turn up like if you can do thirty miles, I think yeah. you can turn up and do it slowly. Yeah, you yeah. Can, yeah you, but but if you're looking to set a time, yeah, <laughs> yeah, then uh, you've got to be putting the training in exactly. early, isn't it? Like, I, yeah, it's a, it's a weird one. Like last year, like and for fifty miles, I did really slow. It was like thirteen hours this year uh, or something. That is, that is just unbelievable to be able to do it and still be on your feet at the end of it. That's yeah. Um, it was, I, I personally do not think I would be able to do fifty miles. No, it's know. grim. Like. I, I say run like we walk probably like three or four, you know, okay. like in whilst well, fueling and stuff. Uh, there was the uh, it, we did stop a few times for rests and stretching and paracetamol. Okay. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah really? Oh, mate, it was. It got to the point. It was last year. I was like fourteen stone, and I did it. it took me thirteen and a half hours, no That's injuries. This year, I sixteen stone. Wait, two, so you've done it twice? I've, I've yeah, I've done it like for the last three you years. Absolutely nuts, mate. So I want to like <laughs> my long term goal. I need to lose the weight though. That's the bit. That's the key thing, really, yeah. because weighing this weight and doing their miles yeah. is just. Well, you think about your the shock absorbers of your legs. Yeah, the, I think the, it's about hundred thousand steps or something. It was about that. So right. that like you know compounding about mile ten, I had a bad knee this time round and had to like knee brace for the rest. So that's just mm. you know just no good for you. Mm. But so I think I want to lose the weight and then ideally before like I call running a day, I'd like to get like a hundred miles. Wow. Like that would be the the end goal. Do you know what I mean? You have to get on that plant based diet. Then. To, yeah, probably yeah. mate. Lots, probably. Of, lots of the um, long distance runners are on it. Yeah. Um, and lots of the research that I've been doing, they all recommend a plant based diet in the lead up to a long run. Um, just because of the, the complex carbs that you can get into and just the whole food diet is so good for you. So yeah, try that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm not a vegan, by the way. Like, no, we haven't no, even really talked fine. about being a yeah, vegan at all. Like, I don't talk about it much, to be honest. With you. <laughs> just I'm not general like, chats, st- like not the stereotypical. Hi, I'm vegan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I kind of, to be honest with you, like keto sort of. Oh, that's yeah. what I'm aiming at now to yeah. try and like shift a bit of weight, but yeah. probably it's just it's just lowering the calories, really, and like, at the end of the day. But I need to uh, just live a healthier life because I, when I was smashing the training all the time, I could lose the weight, but I wasn't eating very well, and then when I stopped training. I don't. I've never stopped, but when it's low the intensity, then the weight to come back on. Yeah. So it's like trying to find that happy medium, or actually tracking it. I suppose would be the, be yeah, the key. But I, throughout my sort of adult life, I've been various different ways depending on what I was doing training wise. When I was at, when I worked in professional kitchens, I was like a ghost. I was like, <laughs> I was stick thin, so intense that lifestyle. 
when I left the the professional kitchens, I, I started I had more spare time, so I would be trained. I was weight training. I wanted to start playing rugby again, so I was eating a five thousand calorie diet. Obviously not wow. vegan at the time. Put on all this weight. My natural weight is probably about eleven and a half stone, but I got to about fourteen stone then, and I you know I thought I looked great at the time, but I definitely didn't look in back of the pictures. Just too big. Um, then I went vegan and all my my lifestyle changed and I started running my own business and that on, it, on its own just consumed so much of your energy. So I um, I lost track of my training and I just started working so much. So I, I sort of lost all those gains. And then when my lifestyle started, well, to be honest with you, okay. when I, I sort of had to, I had to get back into exercise just because my mental health was all over the place. So I started training and then... Um, I'm now just at a comfortable, comfortable weight. I do fluctuate depending on my training. Sometimes I just get, I'll just smash the gym. But now, obviously, I'm running loads, so quite, yeah. I'm quite, um, quite lean. But um, I just let my do what my body feels. You know, just not, go with the flow. Yeah, with I don't it. really. Const- I never look at the scales. I'm lucky I got fast metabolism, and obviously, eating a vegan diet generally generally is lower cal- calories. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Lots of meats are fat. Really, aren't they? Right, and, yeah, and high in calories. I'd say it's more the. F- it's not necessarily the the meats. It's more the the convenience of when you're not eating vegan. Literally, you, you know, there may be a slice of pizza left over in the kitchen that your family members left. Oh, you can eat that. Oh, there's a sandwich going. Oh, yeah, I can eat that. Like, there's so much there on offer. But when you're vegan, your diet's restricted slightly, so you can't just eat everything and everything. Yeah. So your calorie calories go down. <coughs> You, it's definitely it's definitely easy to keep it up if you plan and you prep like I do, but um, a lot of work involved in that. Like, an, uh, but like any diet, like any diet. Yeah. Last May, I was like eighteen and a half stone. I got wow. down to like fourteen, and like that was purely just calorie counting. And you do just get in the rhythm of it, and everything becomes easy. But um, I've tried to sort of go with the flow more recently because, and just try to aim at more healthy things. But I'm just I'm just a pig, mate. To be really? honest with you, I just love eating crap. Yeah. But I'm just like. Got, I don't know what it is. Just like a, so um, yeah. I mean, I like to be honest with myself. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I've, I've been. I, many of my friends are, are the same. I've been there in the past, but everything I put in my mouth now, and I'm not like super strict, but everything that I put in my mouth now, I want it to be functional. It's called functional foods. So, you know, if I've done a big workout, I know that after I need something that's gonna replenish my, my muscles or. If I'm depleted from a run, you know, I need some some energy-fueled f- uh, food, some good quality carbs. So it's functional food. Everything that I put in my body, I, I, it's, it needs to give me something. You know, if I'm stuffing my face with sweets and chips, you know, what is that going to... It's not giving yeah. me anything. I want to thrive. So that's my mindset. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I love that, It's mate. a strict mindset, that, yeah. but... Well, I've kind of strict... Uh, things. I've got more strict recently. I've been, like, following a plan... Mm. The plan is like sort of, uh, it's called like um, get feral eating basically. So you're like kind of taking it back to like years ago when people right. just eat like plants and animals basically mm-hmm. and just kind of back to like the roots of like human living. So yeah. I don't know if you agree with that with the veganism or if you see like that's how we used to eat years I mean, ago. But um, I mean like I find like massive like benefits in it's probably just to be honest with you just from cutting the crap out. Mm. You feel the benefits, yeah, yeah. don't you? So I think like, but is it? You know, it's a massive debate to be out of what's what, but yeah. I'm not 
you know, I just respect everyone's views and what they choose yeah. to eat and everything. I no, think same, uh, like I, as I said, I'm not one to push things on anyone. I know what I'm doing for myself is the right thing for me. I personally think it, it could be the right thing for everyone too. And the people that have switched to a plant-based diet around me of all thriving and, and doing well. And, you know, it's like when we live in this sort of techn, 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 give me the word technology advanced yeah. world, um, you know, we're not cavemen anymore. You know, we're sitting here, you've got these flashy buttons on your, your microphone set up here. We're on our phones constantly. We don't necessarily need to be like eating the stuff the meat that we, we used to eat to be honest with you and we get everything at our fingertips from plants and it is easy to do and even if you don't agree with that if you think that meat you know you, we need meat like you just have to see what's in plants to, to realize that's not the case you can literally get everything from plants and then um or if you think that you just love meat so much and you love the taste of it then I just think to myself, like, yes, it's good. I enjoyed the taste of meat back in the day. There now is so many alternatives to re replicate that flavor. And that's what I do on my YouTube channel. Often I'm replicating things that I used to enjoy and people I think would miss when they go vegan. But also like when you eat a steak or whatever, you enjoy it for what, 30 seconds when it's in your mouth, then it's gone. Like, yeah. Did like that animal done, need to die for, yeah, for yeah. that just 30 seconds when you could get the exact same nutrients from plants that something didn't need to die? I never go into this sort of preachy kind of thing, but for me it just makes sense. Yeah. I don't need 30 minutes, 30 seconds of satisfaction or however long it takes me to, to, to eat a steak. Um, I don't think it's worth something having to die and the effect that, you know, all this animal agriculture has on the planet too because it is destroying the planet at the same time and that's something that many people don't know either if you look into um, animal agriculture and the way we get animal products it's um it's quite shocking to be honest with you it took me just one youtube video by an activist um on uh, on youtube called gary urofsky uh, he just did a speech at a university. It made me go vegan overnight, having been the biggest meat eater, having worked in some of the best restaurants, butchering, prepping meat, cooking the finest of meats, fish, everything, and then going to this weight training sort of diet, eating pretty much only animal products to vegan overnight because I watched this one video and almost had this awakening. It was like flipping it. Why didn't I know any of this sooner? Like this makes complete sense. And then I backed it up. I did more research and realized what he said was actually like truth. And, you know, there's various different sort of lobbies and things going on to sort of promote animal products to make people think they're okay. You know, like as growing up, we were always told like milk would make us strong yeah. or make our bones strong. That's completely not the case. Like yeah. if you well, look into it. I'm actually intolerant to milk. Like, and I think there's the majority of people, like, I think you've either got the enzyme in your body to digest yeah. it or you haven't. It, exactly. And, uh, and it, I mean, like you're, if you think about it, you're allergic to to eating or consuming the milk of another animal or a cow. It's so weird that we think uh, that we for so long have drunk milk from a cow. It's so weird. It's no, weird no other no, animal know, does that. So um, when you get your head around that, I think dairy for me would be the like if I accidentally ate meat. I don't know if this would ever happen, but if someone served me chicken inside something and i ate it and i didn't realize 
I probably, or if someone put milk in a milkshake and I drank it, I'd probably be more sad that I drank the milk because that just would turn my stomach so much that the thought of drinking dairy is makes me feel really sick. Yeah. So I know cheese is nice, but like, yeah, when you realize what it is, it, it's enough to put me off. I, I watched that uh, Game Changers. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. And to be honest with you, like, I obviously didn't make the change, but at the time it, I was seriously considering it because it was, it was yeah. definitely very impactful. And then I watched both the, um, he went on Joe Rogan. Oh yeah. Then, yeah, didn't yeah, he? yeah I don't yeah, know if you've yeah. seen that. I did. Yeah. And then the other guy who come on and debunked him and then yeah. they did the debate. Yeah. And he smashed him. He smashed him. Yeah. 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 And, uh, that was, that was really eye opening to be honest with you. And I, I also like get this weird feeling sometimes because a lot of the time we like roll through life and we're not really thinking about what we're doing. We're just mm. like unconsciously living. Yeah. And then when I really think about it and I see like things in a packet on a shelf and then you really break it down what that actually is. It's just the reason this package like that is desensitizing you to actually yeah. what it is. Like it's completely hiding what's happened to get it there. Yeah. And, and uh, I, sometimes when I think about that, it does make me feel a certain way, you know, yeah. like so true. And probably, you know, if I really consciously thought about it all the time, then Maybe that's something like, you know, I may go down as well. And I think a lot of people probably would. Yeah, definitely. I think that um, it's not, it's no one's fault that like we're so reliant on these products. I think you like we, uh, society's made us think that we need them, has packaged them in a way that's so convenient to people to force feed them to us. Basically, oh, 99p cheeseburger. All right. Yeah, we'll take it. It's ridiculous. It's so, it's so crazy. And why? And, it, and there's, there's a, there's so many health issues around the world because of the consuming these products. And, you know, if only these pa the powers that be served the, the population, you know, health, healthy foods and gave us more information on eating health, healthily, we'd be in such a better position in, in society. Such a shame, isn't it, really? Um, it is, mate. And... Uh, Sorry, if I'm no, cutting you no, off, no, but fine. like with this whole situation we're in currently yeah. with the world, that's one of the things that kind of like gets at me is like mm. through this whole pandemic and whatever, like one of the biggest comorbidities for people who've died is like overweight yeah. and all that. And it makes me sad to think that this isn't been something that they've tried to really no. pinpoint well, and they target. they the fucking gym, sorry to Mate, swear. The, the mountain up the road, right? Mm. Like I told you, it was 200 meters from my house. They'd fenced off the pathway and put a sign up saying you can't go up here. It's like... It's on my doorstep. Yeah, it's a route of exercise that's probably yeah. going to combat. Honestly, that 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 made me so angry, and and um, you know, even when I posted on, I I used to be a bit more outspoken on social media, but now I just tend not to share any opinion on anything because someone's going to get upset, and I can't be dealing with the stress of it. I just trying to keep my mind state uh, chill. Um, but anyway, like that made me so angry about them closing the gyms because, as you said, like the major. Uh, sorry, the, the main type of person that's dying from COVID is the overweight yeah. person. And, you know, for me, uh, for me, not being able to exercise properly and it's just, yeah, the strain on the mental health was so difficult. And that's a big reason why I moved to the countryside, s built my ho home little gym, started growing my own food. So I want to be self-sufficient. Self so if the government ever says to me, you can't do this, you can't do that, I've got it all on my doorstep. I'm very fortunate to be in that position. Um, but I was so fuming at them. And they, you know, even when they're offering this vaccine to people and they're saying, I saw something in the paper, they were offering like free fast food vouchers or there was like kebabs for jabs. I'm just thinking, 
when are people going to learn the lesson? Like to, to me, that just shows like it's not all about health. No. Like, don't it's bullshit. Mm. Like, I'm not saying it's all whole thing's bullshit, but what yeah. I'm saying is, like, I just feel like the energy's been pointed in the wrong direction for a lot of things, mm. and there's it's easy to say from the outside there's better ways to deal with it, but you know, I think I read somewhere there's like. Last year, there was a million people drinking so many units of alcohol a week, which is classed as an alcoholic. And this year, there's 2.5 million. Mm. So you've gained a million and a half alcoholics. Yeah. Who then, like, what impact has that got, like, on the ripple yeah. effect in the yeah. long term, you know? Yeah. And, like, mental health, I don't know. I haven't seen the statistics. You've got a job to find a lot of things at the minute, to be honest mm. with you, if you if you go looking, like... Yeah, because they're trying to cover it up or something. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. I think, they, you know, there's such an industry in, in keeping people ill keeping people sick you know and it's always like here's a here's a um pharmaceutical drug to to solve that issue not here's like a, a healthy lifestyle to to combat it they want to sell you this drug constantly so it's um the more we start um doing our own research into a healthy lifestyle and creating our own worlds i, I some people think i'm a bit crazy when i say this to my friends but I, i'm trying to create my create my own world in my head you know so these outside elements of the stresses of the covid or these pandemics or these lockdowns or you know all these issues that are going on around the world that realistically aren't in my control and i can't solve them they're for the powers that be to, to sort out um but you know we live in a world where we just look at our phones and we're consuming all this um all these triggering sort of things that put us in this state of anxiousness constantly constantly i've decided to sort of step away from it create this my own world in my mind <laughs> and um i feel much happier and, and, and grateful for it and try and just try and enjoy life a bit you know it's so it's different it's becoming more difficult to do with everything that we've as i said but like me and my, my mates just going surfing or going up the mountain or doing exercise together or having food and just living for, you know, for the day, you know, and just enjoying it. Definitely. And, um, I think that we can so easily nowadays, and I've done it in the past, especially in lockdown, is just spend a day just looking on your phone, scrolling or just looking online and just it's such a waste of time. Doesn't make you feel good, does it? No, it's not fulfilling at all. So, yeah, I've, this has been sort of a hard time, but, time to reset for me and, and for me to have this new perspective on life and I feel more content than ever actually so I'm grateful good man I'm glad thank you do you thank um you. so like this is something I do and I want to know if you do it but do you like visual so you're saying in your head you're picturing this world that you're creating do you believe there's like elements of um visualization that are like linked to like law of attraction and actually becoming real or do you think it's because you're putting energy into it it's happening yeah. like yeah, I mean, I hear lots of people talking about that whole manifestation type of thing. I guess it does help people for sure. But for me, I, I don't really necessarily do that. I I tend to just get things done. Um, obviously, I have a small plan and you could probably call that manifestation, but I will never sort of sort of go over and over and over what I want because I've got to roll with the punches in life, you know, excuse the, bar, uh, the boxing pun. But things, you know, like... I could have been setting my sights so much on that restaurant in America before the pandemic. And I did, and I was thinking about it a lot and what it could, how it could work and how it would look like, et cetera. But then we're hit with the pandemic. So you, it's really difficult to sort of 
plan for me. I just try and ride this wave and uh, yeah, just be agile to life. And it's good to have a plan, but I don't plan too far ahead. Yeah. 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 Sure. That's good. That's good. Well, like I try very and spur the moment. I yeah. Well, that's good as well. Yeah. You've got to be able to like live in the moment and deal with the emotions as they arise, haven't yeah. you? Because yeah. otherwise you're just getting knocked off the path, like mm. I say, but every morning I try to get up and do like, um, visualization but it's like what what do i want to like look like smell like feel like everything like sensations and everything in like five years time right then i bring it back to like three years one year six months a month and it's not so much necessarily like i'm 100 percent going to be that person or where i want to be at that time but it's more so i live like today with more intent yeah like getting closer yeah. to that so like it may give me more drive like doing that five ten minutes in the morning will give me more drive today to possibly get there if that it's makes good, sense yeah. do you know what yeah. i mean yeah so. i think um i mean what i tend to do the night before most days is write my list for the next day that really helps me i know it's only something small but that helps me get my things done wake up with a purpose get on with it because when you're when you're self-employed it's, it's often quite hard to even motivate yourself to to not have a lie-in you know I, I i feel very guilty when i do that so get my list done next day then i know i can smash it um and yet oh everything's linked eating healthy exercising makes you want to eat healthy um eating healthy gives you the energy to conquer your tasks and give you gives you that positive outlook you don't necessarily want to go out and get drunk with your friends and then be hung over for a weekend you know you, you want to just keep that that uh, sort of focus so um I love how everything's linked. Yeah, it's definitely all is. Like, it's all about fine balance, isn't it? And definitely. When you hit flow state, like, you kind of know it, don't you? Mm. You know, like, when everything is just, like, yeah. it's, like, feels, like, a bit euphoric, doesn't it? When yeah. you feel, like, when you have a day which is just, like, whoa. Yeah. Like, it's weird, isn't it, yeah, when it comes done. about, like, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's amazing. So, you talked about boxing, like, running with the punches and stuff. Yeah. Um, you got, like, a big YouTube presence. Mm. There's like a lot of YouTubers going into boxing and things like that. Was that something you'd ever entertain? Oh, I love boxing so much. Um, I think I wish I got into it younger. You know, I did. I did go to a few clubs when I was a kid, but my focus was rugby and football, or, or running or swimming or all the other things I did. But rugby, uh, boxing was like the last thing, probably because my mum didn't want me to get punched, really. But I feel like it, it teaches you so much. Um, you know, it saves so many people's lives. I love hearing stories of boxers. Very inspiring, you know. Um, whether whether I would go in to do a YouTube boxing match, probably not because I respect uh, boxing and boxers so much and the, the sacrifices that they make and I wouldn't necessarily want to be um, tied into that whole YouTube boxing thing. I have got to a point in life where I just don't give a shit what people think about me or say about me. However, I respect boxing and boxers too much. So if I was going to do it, I think time has passed a little bit now. I've, you know, I'm not young anymore. So well, I'm not old, just, you know, that. I'm not you won't say anymore. that. You won't <laughs> say how old he is. <laughs> uh, I'm not 30 yet. But I mean, um, I would have liked to have given it a proper go, you know. I would have liked to, you know, done amateurs gone professionally if i had the skill so everyone thinks they're a good boxer when they're punching a bag yeah, so yeah. they get punched back you know so i did a bit of sparring back in the day um but uh, i just love it for the fitness the cardio 
the frustration that you get out, um, the technical side of it. I love watching boxers. You had Joe on. He's, I played rugby with Joe growing up, and then yeah. seeing him doing what he's doing now is amazing. And he's 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 one of the most skillful boxers out there. So watching him is great. And then I try and do that myself on the bag yeah. or whatever. Who who knows? I probably will have like a white collar fight after the marathon. I'll do something in boxing for sure because I enjoy it. I may open a gym one day. Ah, oh, cool, man. So I'm just, um, yeah, I love sport. He, love he's sport. amazing. Like, Joe's amazing. Like, do you see his most recent fight? Yeah. First yeah, round, yeah, like, crazy. Yeah, yeah I was gutted because I was going to go to that that uh, fight camp, but um, something came up last minute. But, yeah, then Joe got added last minute, and, yeah, he won in the first minute. So I guess I wouldn't have seen him that much. As <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would have been a, a flying visit, yeah, like, for sure. But He's going to be the next Welsh world champion, which is going to be great. Mate, it's crazy how much talent's in Wales, like yeah. whether it's boxing, like UFC now, you've got Jack Shaw. Mm. Um, and the, the Olympians, that, uh, is there two Welsh boxers? Yeah, Lauren boxers? Price, she won gold, didn't yeah. she? Uh, I don't know about the other I'm one, to be honest with you. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. Small country, we are, we are yeah. punching above our weight yeah. a little bit. I, I don't know if you're into the uh, beer knuckle boxing at all. I don't know if you've watched any um, of that sort of thing. I, I've maybe seen the old clip on YouTube Wild, absolutely wild. Yeah, That's a lot like of world champions in that. I've had a few of them in you really? as well. Yeah, oh, wow. I had um, Welsh. Welsh, yeah. Oh, wow. Well, it's Maybe. BKB. The, the weird thing is, right, you got like BKFC, which is in America. Oh, there's so many different like organizations. Yeah. So you got the like the BKB in UK, which was kind of the biggest one. Mm. And then this one in America has kind of overtook it. Right. Sort of thing. So they got like ex UFC fighters and all. Okay. But BKB in. Uh, I saw one when um, Paulie. Magal- I don't know. Yeah, yeah that's it. the uh, U- U.S. one that right, is. So, right. yeah, they they've kind of overtook the British one now. But right. the British one was leading it to start. Okay, as in like, I don't know if you watch UFC, but they'd be like, occasionally, yeah, like the BKB would be like the Bellator to them, right, right, right. As such then, yeah. So yeah, but I had Sean George, who's like ex world champion in here the other day, like, and it's just the mindset on him is just crazy. Do you know what I mean? It's a, yes. it's, a it's a war sport that is it like, is. It's, yeah, oh man. Just, I would just fear about my hands. Yeah, I think that's one thing that would probably hold me back if I ever was a boxer. It was um, my maybe weak hands. I don't know. Yeah, I broke my hand playing rugby or fractured it when I was a kid. I reckon that still caused me some issue. <laughs> wrist, I find hitting the wrist, bag like what wrist. It is. It's my wrist. Yeah, yeah. it's. Uh, I find it's gone now though. I can really? like. I think you do become you 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 get stronger. You know your, your the little bones get stronger in there. Maybe the more impacts you take. You look at any boxer's hands. And knuckles are massive, and that's just from yeah. punching over time. Well, that's what the Sean's hands are like. He's, really? he's been knuckle box. He's had, I think, 18 fights now, and he's never broke his hands once, which is crazy. Like most of them break them every fight. And it's crazy to me because I don't think the money's there to be, no. you know, breaking your hands, turning up on a Saturday night and go break exactly. your hands. And it's not only that, it's the, um, the money, but then it's all, it's, that's just fight night, but it's that sacrifice that they make up into. That yeah, night. I don't think any of them at the minute are making a living, so it seems crazy to me to do something that can put you out for like six weeks of your job, maybe yeah. for like not a lot, but yeah, yeah. Then what boxing is uh can be a brutal sport, so when I say that, I'd like to give it a little go. The white collar it could be quite disrespectful, you know, to, to box, and I don't want to be like that. I just uh, I've just mainly it's for me, it's like that mindset that I told you about earlier. I have this drive inside me and like um like i would 
when I lived in London, I would go and train with a friend of mine who's a professional boxer, Harlem Eubank. Right. And every Saturday morning, or most Saturdays, they they run up this uh, hill called, um, what's it called? It's in Surrey. I can't remember what it's called now. Um, but anyway, 500 meter long hill, pretty much like vertical like that. And um, do it six times. And I would be, meet them there before uh, at sunrise every Saturday morning. I was jogging, not every Saturday, I did it a, f- a handful of times. <laughs> They'd be and watching this like, he's yeah, lying. No, no, <laughs> I did it a handful of times. But basically, I did it more on my own because I didn't want to get up as early as them because they were going there for like 6 a.m. and it was an dr- hour drive from me. But on the way down this one time, the first time I went, one of the boxers, this this girl, she said to me, oh, so do you box then? I was like, no, nah, I just, just wanted to come along. She said, no, she said, no, she said, why are you here then? I said, oh, I just wanted to come along. She said, you're nuts. <laughs> I just have this crazy mindset. I just want to push myself to the limit. And I wish I had I wish I had a sport to put it into. I guess it helps me in my my job. Definitely, yeah. I, I guess yeah. it does help. I respect me. it, mate. Like, I respect that <laughs> sort of uh, competitiveness. No. Well, you obviously have the same thing if you can just do 50-mile runs every year. So I, I get, like, a, a, I find, like, I work in, like, loops of, like, motivation so like when I'm really in the zone and flowing and eating right and everything, yeah. I'm like totally zoned in and I be- I genuinely believe like I can do anything. Mm. It's crazy. Yeah. Like I can get myself into that. But like you were That's saying earlier, yeah, but I'm not there all the time. Yeah. So like I got this weird like split personality yeah. then where I can be like a down depressive or I can be like really? king of the world in my head. Like, do you know what I mean? It's like, it's yeah. mad, but. I think that um Cush comes with your structure in your week and your day properly, doesn't it? If you I agree. said if you start your week right, eating right, exercising right, you're gonna be in a positive mindset. Yeah. That's that's what happens with me anyway. I've uh, like I never believed in it before, right? But I took like I've started working with a coach like um ten weeks ago. And it's just like a weekly call. Okay. And ever since then, I'll be honest, like I'm saying this because it hasn't been a long term thing. So yeah. I don't want to like say yeah. I've turned my life around, I've changed everything. Mm. But in the last eight weeks, I haven't been in a loop at all. I've really been in control of everything I'm doing. Every day, I like like I said, I do the visualization, and then I write down what I'm doing like for every couple of hours of the day with intent. Okay. And like you say, I've got a list as well. Yeah. And that has changed everything mm. completely. I'm not in the loop. I'm consistently going after yeah. things. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And yeah, and and um, being as we said earlier on, being grateful for the little things, and um, you know so much uh, people put so much pressure on themselves to be successful and they're not appreciating those little things and I did that through a long while in this sort of new journey that I'm on YouTube and and all that stuff Um, but when I just appreciate the tiny little things throughout my day it makes things so much better and like uh, you you just said you got married with and you've got a kid now like that to me is success I'm thinking wow that's unbelievable and um so people value and and have levels ex, uh, of success in different you know tiers different areas, sort of thing, yeah. different areas. so uh yeah we just got to be grateful and appreciative definitely mate sure. yeah yeah well we can all like it's easy to look at what someone else has got and you know like you're looking at me like that and i'm like i'm trying to build a platform yeah. and then maybe you were looking at like you want to build a family like yeah. so it's kind of like a contrasting like what we put our energy into i suppose isn't it and yeah for sure no that's beautiful uh, i'd like to have a kid one day soon maybe yeah yeah have you got a partner or anything Not at the moment, or no? no i moved to the countryside and uh i've just been enjoying my 
being on my own, to be honest with yeah. you. It's, uh, it's great. It's the first time in my life I've been properly content. I've had, um, I had a long-term girlfriend who I broke up with a few years back, or we, sorry, I shouldn't say it like that. We, we broke up a few years back and, um, you know, for a long time I wasn't happy with myself and I was longing for her and longing for a relationship to sort of replace it. But when you're not happy in yourself, that's the worst time to find a relationship. You gotta be, you gotta be strong. You gotta be in control of everything, and then someone will come along, hopefully with that same sort of structure in their life, and then you'll form something good. That's my mindset now, anyway. Um, but it's difficult holding a, down a relationship in the sort of industry and in the career path that I've chosen. You know, it's, especially self, being self-employed is difficult too. You know, for a long time I prioritized work, and you know being strict you know very like an athlete with my work you know i'd make sure i get good night's sleep make sure i'm up at this time doing this uh working throughout the day grafting hard and you know sometimes your partner my ex at the time wanted more attention and i couldn't give that and um it's it's, it's difficult but nowadays i feel a bit more in control so everything's cool i feel that though i i feel that like doing this you know it's a balance yeah like i couldn't completely like sympathize yeah. with you in a way they empathize with you because you kind of like you're obviously looking at your goals and everything and the work you're doing and things and you're thinking like if i don't do this i can't get that yeah. and whatever however it works but it's um you know it's it's like with a relationship it is just give and take at the end yeah. of the day isn't it? and i yeah. think you've got to either find someone who's like on your journey with you and you're on their yeah. journey with them yeah. Or like it kind of doesn't work. I think it's like right timing with the right person oh, as yeah, well. It's not course. just like the right person. I think yeah. it's easy to have the right person maybe, but yeah. like if your timing's not right or you know different place in your life. Oh yeah. If I if I was found my missus, like we've been together like four or five years now. I don't even know how bad that. <laughs> <laughs> but like if I found it like ten years ago, we would never have been together. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because I was a totally different person then. Yeah. yeah and I found her when I was in a good space. Yeah. She was in a good space in her life. I'd already had got a house. Um, she already got a good job and things and we were both like kind of ready to settle not like settle as in like settling for each other but as in like we were settled in our lives and it wasn't like hectic we weren't going out every weekend we weren't trying to find what we wanted to do and no that's that's yeah that's exactly what i was that i was saying I've, i've got to that point now yeah because it's been a whirlwind this journey i wasn't in control of my life i wasn't in control of myself for a long time because um i mean that's sort of the reset i needed maybe thanks to i can't say thanks to it but you know the the lockdowns and everything i reset a little bit um but prior to to is it a year and a half two years ago you know i was traveling all over the world i would land in in a certain place and then two seconds later i'd I'd like literally two hours later i'd be still in the airport and fly somewhere else it was amazing don't get me wrong but there's no way to have structure there's no way to uh, eat healthy yeah. uh, exercise properly when you're doing that I had the most incredible time don't get me wrong and filmed uh, fill my, uh, my sort of mind with loads of Im- amazing memories but it's not a uh, a lifestyle that you can keep for a long long time I can't wait to travel and do all that again but um, this time now you know potentially I will I'll space it out a little bit better Structured more, yeah, do you structured think? Structured more. Yeah. Um, it, was in, it was really intense. It was like everything that I'm doing now, I've got loads of little bits and bits and bobs coming at me, you know, ca- collaborations, campaigns, 
my YouTube, running the Instagrams, all this stuff on website. Um, but then also having to be here to do a, a live cooking show, having to fly there to do this. It was amazing, but it was it's it's a lot. Intense, <laughs> I definitely bet. Definitely hard to keep a relationship. Yeah, yeah, I'd imagine so, mate. Because you can't have a relationship if you haven't got time for it either, yeah. can you? It's one of them things. Yeah. Like I was working um, two jobs up until the lockdown. Wow. Like I, I had my own business on the side, like right. um, working on like wood burners and things oh, wow. as well as like what I was doing. And I only started that. We were together when I started that, but then it kind of took over to the point I was working four nights a week and every Saturday. Uh-huh. Then on a Sunday, I'd be doing paperwork and I had more money than I'd ever had in my life. Yeah. But then when the lockdown hit, I had time off and I just like had all this time to really like look at my life. And I was thinking our relationship is falling apart yeah. because of what I'm doing for money, which I'm then either using to try and make our relationship better. Like, oh, let's go away for a weekend or let's do this, let's do that. And all that was just bullshit. You know, it doesn't mean anything. And that was kind of the realization I had when sometimes you need everything to stop mm. to actually be able to pinpoint things when you're yeah. like, inside of it you can't even see or analyze it can you you need to take yourself out of it sometimes yeah for sure yeah i mean sometimes i regret in the early days of doing what i'm doing to like uh and not you know spending an extra hour in bed or like um taking a day off here or there or doing something for me and my partner but um i guess if i didn't do all those things i probably wouldn't be where i am today so you know yeah well mate you know <laughs> someone will come along man yeah yeah i'm not i'm not short for um options i'm not being, <laughs> not being big-headed but i mean it's not it's, it's difficult to find a guy that loves cooking yeah and um you know i'm not being big-headed i promise it's just it's the vegan scene it's often it's not many vegan men either so yeah yeah, yeah it's when it is what it is yeah, mate, you would have loved that festival on the weekend. Like, oh, maybe. Bet there would be a ton of vegans there. Like, it's uh, that sort of vibe, I think. Yeah. You would have, uh, <laughs> you should have gone down there, like. Yeah, taking my tent. With you would have come in here today <laughs> with, like, uh, some wellies on and a straw hat. <laughs> but, oh, yeah. Here we are, well, have you got anything you want to say before we go? Um, have I got anything to say? Not really. No, thanks for having no. me. I really appreciate Thank it. Thank you keep, for coming, mate. Keep, um, keep going at it. I think that it's amazing to see someone, you know, from... You know, you don't see people from a small town in Wales trying to do something that you're trying to do. And um, if you keep going at it, you never know where it'll take you. I never thought I would get 5,000 subscribers, let alone 1.3 million. So it can happen, you know. Just choose the guests uh, wisely and um, keep networking, keep the content high and post regularly. And I think the answers, the questions and the conversations that you have are, are great. So... Cheers, um, mate. Appreciate that. Going. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. yeah, thank you very much for coming, <laughs> no worries, mate. I man. do really appreciate it. No You're a busy man, and uh, yeah. yeah, thank you. Good. We'll, uh, thank you. Maybe catch up again and up sugar some time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely, mate. Definitely. Nice thank one. Thank you. No worries. Cheers, Cheers mate. mate. Appreciate it.